Good evening, Devil fans, and welcome to The Trap, a New Jersey Devils podcast hosted by your boy, Bill Botch. So, the last time I left you guys was last week when the Devils lost in overtime to the Nashville Predators. Since then, the Devils went on the road to Philadelphia to try to make up for the opening night game and... It was not the prettiest game. The Devils got off to a very slow start, but were able to pull one out in the end. Um, They had a... Nico Heischer had an on-ice meeting with the team that lasted about three minutes during practice, and I think it's important to, to, you know, show that he did it publicly and didn't do it behind closed doors, so he wasn't scared to address his team. Um... And sure enough, because the, the starts for the Devils have been very slow. And you can't keep letting teams get up a goal or two on you in the first period and expect to come back. Now, the Devils obviously feel like if they can hold the team to three goals, they can score three to four goals a night. And uh, they were able to pull out the win versus Philadelphia, but it definitely got a little sketchy. The second period, they completely dominated. The third period, they let they let them in the game a little bit. Um, but either way, uh, the Devils had had a better performance in them. So on Tuesday night at the Rock, the Chicago Blackhawks come to town. The Blackhawks are obviously having a extremely difficult season. Their roster is, I mean, it's pretty bad. The Blackhawks roster is is pretty bad, and Taves didn't even play. It was it was like I, I literally didn't even know who half the people in the game were um, that played for the Blackhawks. But Vitek Vanacek comes away with a shutout. <coughs> what what is not to like about Vitek Vanacek? After the game is on the ice, he just is so happy that everybody likes him. If that's not the most wholesome holiday cheer response to a shutout, I don't know what is. Poor Mackenzie Blackwood. What is he thinking right now? He's got to be shitting his pants because Akira Schmid has been amazing as well. And, you know, Ruff and Tom Fitzgerald are going to have a very tough decision on their hands what they're going to do with Blackwood when he comes back. Now, Blackwood was in net during practice the other day, facing shots. But I don't know how many games you let Blackwood try to find his game. That seems very dangerous to me. You wouldn't want to mess with a good thing. But the story of the game, besides obviously Vitek Vanacek having the shutout, 24 save shutout, was Dougie Hamilton and Jack Hughes. These two guys might have been able to beat the Blackhawks by themselves. Dougie Hamilton had his best game of the season, and he's had some damn good games. He's got seven goals on the on the year, but he had seven shots on net and 11 shot attempts. I was at the game. I'm telling you, Hamilton was like a shark in the offensive zone, like swarming around the Blackhawks the entire time. He totally dominated 
five on five analytically was completely dominant. He could have easily have had two or three goals. But Dougie Hamilton is feeling it. And for the longest time, you know, we were talking about Jack Hughes. And Jack Hughes is is obviously really found his game. But at the beginning of the season, we would talk about how Jack Hughes has kind of... He was putting up points. He was producing. But it looked like there was like a little something missing out of his game. He was even... Looked like he was frustrated at times. And... You know, I'm trying to think of what game it was. It was it was before the it was before the hat trick game. It's been about two weeks. Jack Hughes has found his groove, and holy shit, watch out because this kid is on fire. Fire. He looks like, and I was saying, you know, it's good that he's putting up points. But what real superstars do is they'll take over an entire game and dominate the game. They will win the game by just completely dominating. And that's what Jack Hughes has been doing lately. And if you get him playing this well along with the production that Heischer and Bratt, uh, Mercer's game stepped up, Tatar's game stepped up, Hamilton looks like a Norris Trophy candidate, uh, Fabian Zetterlin is playing good, our fourth line's playing good. We don't even have Palat in the lineup yet. If you get Hughes on this takeover, like he is doing right now, he was literally controlling the puck for 15, 20, 30, 40 seconds at a time. Carrying the puck through the neutral zone, gaining the blue line, going deep with the puck, skating around, just literally skating circles around people. The assist he had on the Dougie Hamilton goal was mind-blowing. I mean... He literally skated through like four people. His stick handling, you could tell he's got the confidence right now. So he's got 26 games played. He's got 31 points. He looks pretty awesome. Jesper Bratt's got 28 points in 26 games, and Nico Heischer has 27 points in 25 games. So these guys are starting to really feel it. And... uh it was good. It was good that they, if you were going to have a couple games where, you know, the past week and a half, they haven't really looked like the same team they were when they were on that 13-game winning streak. They're still winning games, which is the most important thing. That's what good teams do is they win games even when they they're, they have their B efforts. But to get Hughes humming like this is going to be a big deal moving forward. We had two teams that are lesser opponents in – um the Flyers, and the Blackhawks. But things start to get really, really sketchy moving forward. So you're going to have a tough game on Friday versus the Islanders. The Islanders are obviously playing better. I still think that we should. that's a game that you should win. Then we go to New York. We play the Rangers again at the Garden, which if you guys didn't go to the Garden last month for the Devil Ranger game, Get your ass some tickets right now. Right now. Go get some tickets. Devil Fan Takeover. It was fun. We're going to be there Monday, uh, December 12th. And then they have... Now, the Rangers are coming off of a West Coast road trip, too. So, And the Rangers have been, have been not good. Um, there's a lot of pressure on that team right now. 
but they're going to be coming off of a West Coast road trip. They're going to be playing, um, and the Devils are, are obviously should be rested and should be good for that game. I hope they put it on them again. Then the Devils play a back-to-back, so they play Tuesday night. They play um, Dallas, which is going to be cool. Dallas is a very good team, and um, they only come to town once a year. I'm a big uh, Miro Heiskanen guy, so I'm excited to see him live. Obviously, Robertson um, and uh, and Ottinger are going to be playing. So these are some of the young stars in the league, and uh, that's going to be a very tough game. Then you get the Flyers at home. That might be your next like layup, so to say. But obviously, the Flyers have been very difficult to play against for the Devils for some reason. But um, then, it, I mean, this is this is like big boy hockey. This is like playoff hockey. You're gonna have Florida twice. You're gonna have Carolina twice um, between now and and January first. You're gonna have Boston twice. And man, those Boston games are gonna be crazy crazy so you get it on the 23rd you get boston the night before christmas eve and then you get them on the 28th and then pittsburgh on the 30th so we got and then it actually like not to get too ahead of ourselves but it goes into january where it's still tough you get you have carolina you have detroit on the road they're playing better st louis is a tough team the rangers again um carolina on the road and then you have a West Coast road trip to where they're not going to play at home for two weeks. So you got to get these games in. You got to try to win as many of these as possible. Obviously, it goes without saying, they've positioned themselves in a place where they can afford to lose a couple. Um, and kudos to them. I saw a guy on the internet today that I posted something where he said, I got friends that are saying, you know, the Devils are winning so much, it's getting boring. And I said, you know, that's something only a loser would say. Only losers get tired of winning. If you're an animal and you are dominant and you're the best at what you do, you never get tired of winning. And In fact, you thrive off of winning, and that just motivates you to want to win more. Winning is everything. So that kind of mentality, that sounds like somebody that's only been watching the Devils for the past 10 years because Devil fans that have been around for a long time, winning is contagious and you get to a point where it's winning is everything, especially if you're an athlete. And if you're a fan, if you're a real fan, now he might have been, it's tongue in cheek. He might have just been saying that because, you know, he was hoping to see them have to play some really meaningful games down the stretch, but it's still going to happen. You're still going to have to play meaningful games down the stretch. You're still going to want to finish with the highest seed possible. You're still going to be trying to win a president's trophy. It's like, these are all, these are all important things. So, don't don't worry that we're winning too much. That's when you really know the Devils fan base is, is completely lost their mind. You know, I was looking at the attendance. The attendance records were like 30th in the league in attendance. It's like, if we're going to be number one in the league, we got to get some people to come out and show some support. We've had a couple sellouts, but um, the game the other night, Tuesday, was a little was a little light. Went to American Whiskey. The Rat Pack was there. Paul Bissonette and the Spittin' Chicklets guys were there. I had to give him a little lip. I said, I hope you got your money on the Blackhawks because every time he bets against the Devils, he loses. So screw him. Um, It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. This has been probably the funnest stretch of Devils hockey I've ever watched in my life. I mean, the playoffs are obviously a different story, but 
this has been a different style of a hockey. It was a more un, you know, we weren't expecting it, so that that makes it a lot more fun. Can you imagine when Andre Pilat comes back around? I'm excited for Pilat. Um, sounds like he's going to be out for a little while now, and I'm really curious to see what they do with Blackwood. But um, I thought Holtz rebounded really good. So he was benched during the Flyer game. Him and Sharon Govich, who I've kind of had this – it's not beef. I just – I call it like I see it. Sharon Govich has scored some really big goals for us in the past couple weeks, but he still looks like he's skating so slow. He doesn't look engaged. He's not throwing his body – um, he needs to like just step his game up a bit. Like, and I thought that that entire line rebounded really well versus Chicago. Now, obviously, Chicago is like an AHL team, but I still think that they did some of the little things that coaches like to see. I mean, you saw Holtz blocked a couple shots. He took a stinger. He blocked. He got in front of a big one in the first period. That it was impressive to see him get in front of because that's not really what he's known for. But he played strong along the boards. He had a couple scoring opportunities. He was able to let his shot go. He didn't hit the net. But he had a bounce-back game, and he seems to be like a kid that is able to persevere after getting benched or maybe things not going his way. He's able to let it. He's got a short memory, so he's able to move forward, which I think is really important when it comes to a young, really talented kid. So he's just one of those kids where if he could make it work, it's like what an extra huge value and huge piece that could be. Um, the devils called up Andreas Janssen and he was skating with the fourth line today. So we might see him tomorrow night. And he's a guy that I think I have no problem injecting him into the third or the fourth line. He could definitely make some things happen. He's a scrappy guy. He'll play in any part of the ice. He'll do whatever you want from him. He'll block some shots. So it's kind of nice to have that depth to where we have an actual NHL player who is like our third call-up or our second call-up. So um, we might see Mango tomorrow. Maybe he'll get into a fight and take his helmet off and get a little risky. Who knows? Who knows what we'll see out of that crazy kid? Um, yeah, we had some. Uh, we got some good news that our boy Shakir Mukamadulin's coming back over to the to North America when the season's over. He comes out. He says he's going to come back over here. He's going to try for an NHL roster spot. If he doesn't make it. He'll play in the AHL until he's ready. And that's like kind of what you want to hear. It's a lot of times when you sign these, you get these young Russian kids, you don't know if they're really going to want to come over. And he came over last year and he played in the AHL for a little bit and it was exciting. But then he went back to Russia, which was really strange. That's strange. Usually when they come over, they stay. And him going back, you kind of thought in the back of my head, I was like, oh man, I don't know, you know. I don't know if that means he's going to be around long term or, or what What does that mean? So to see him come out publicly and say that he can't wait, you know, he's going to come back to North America and he's going to be here was encouraging because we are, we're stacked on the back end. I mean, I'm beyond excited for Nemitz. Nemitz is my guy. I mean, everybody loves Luke Hughes and I do too. Um, but I just think Nemitz is going to be a guy that flies a little under the radar, a little closer. He stays low to the earth, you know what I mean? He, so he might not do some of the flashy things, but I'm really excited to see him. He he had a goal the other night for Utica, 
and he is going to be playing in the World Junior Championships, which start on December 26th. So we have Luke Hughes is going to be playing for the United States, and Seamus Casey is going to be playing too. And Seamus Casey is another kid who this kid is really making some waves. I mean, he's not big, but he skates like the wind, and he can move the puck, and he has a very offensive mind to where we have a logjam of young defensemen, and I am I'm such a build from the back end out. Like I I'm a I've always thought that defensemen to me I like a strong defensive core, and then I like building down the middle of the ice. Um, but our defensive core is looks so solid right now. I'm uh, I can't imagine what's going to happen. Now, what what is going to happen is these kids are going to eventually come up and start playing, and they're going to take the place of guys like Ryan Graves and Damon Severson. And there might be a little fall off. Like they're young, they they've never played in the NHL before. There is going to be a little fall off, and it might reflect in their record or if we win games or something like that. And Devils fans have to realize that like you're going to need some patience, but it's going to pay off. And you're looking long-term, so you can't really sign a Severson to a five-year deal or a Graves to a five-year deal because it's not going to take those guys five years to get to that point. You know what I mean? It's going to be – it's probably going to be about a three-year or two-year thing. So the Devils fan base is going to need some patience when these kids start replacing some of these vets on the back end that we're not able to sign because they're coming up to free agency. So we'll see what happens, but you have to love what you've seen from Seamus Casey in Michigan, and um, and I'm excited to see what happens with Nemitz and Hughes, obviously, because those are super blue-chip uh you know, talents that are going to be injected into a roster that is already filled with really high-end talent in Heischer, Brat, Hughes, you know, go down the line. So this is, these are all, these are all great problems to have. Um, and it should really mean that we have a very steady and exciting team to watch moving forward for the next however many years. Devils rocked their new um, their new reverse retro jerseys, which they'll be wearing for the first time at home uh, next week. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I don't know. I don't really dig them. I might be the odd man out on this. I'm not really into them, to be honest with you. Um, it's like the Colorado Rockies don't really mean anything to me. And the Colorado Rockies never really won anything. And to have blue in your jersey, I don't know. I don't I'm not digging it. I could see like I could see how like the Colorado Avalanche have a nod to the Quebec Nordiques or Carolina kinda has a nod to Hartford. I mean Hartford had some good teams, you know what I mean? Quebec had some good teams. It's like Colorado was never any good. I would be so pissed too if I was like imagine the Devils moved to Nashville like they were talking about in 1994, 1995, 1995 after they won the cup. McMullen had thought about moving the team to Nashville and can you imagine 
if you watch you were watching a Nashville game after they moved your team there and Nashville was wearing a Devils jersey, I'd be so pissed. That wouldn't sit with me the right way. Maybe that's just the jersey guy in me. I don't know. But anyway, we're going to keep this short. I really don't have much to say, but um, I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope you guys are staying healthy. There's been a lot of there's been a, the flu's been going around and people have been getting sick and this and that, but you guys should definitely try to make it out to the garden on next Monday. That's been that's been a really good time. I got my old man coming in from out of town. And we're going to go, we're going to uh catch up and probably have a beer at Haymaker prior to the game, which is on 29th and 8th. Uh so check that out if you're into craft beer. Shoot me a line. We can uh, talk some devil's hockey when we're there. But in the meantime, from the trap, it's your boy, Billy Botch, signing off. Peace. Let's go to hell.